intro the show. Welcome to RSPN, it's me, Leo Mark. You're a damn fool, bro. I can't stand you, bro. What? What do you mean? Bro, get your hands off your face, bro. I'm not even doing anything crazy. This, oh. is how, this is how I normally come in this bitch. This is how you normally come in this bitch? This is how I normally come in this bitch. A big you five. know I'm animated today. Why are you animated today? Because I'm standing up for the whole fucking show, bro. You're standing up for the whole show. We're gonna give details of, of what your uh of, of where your uh, well not your details of where your location is. We're gonna give no. detail. We're gonna give details of why the of why the look is a little bit different as yeah, of right now yeah, on video. Yeah, but this yeah. is how I normally open all shows, ain't it? A big five to the right of my head, to the right of my head. A big one to the left of my head. Are you happy about that? What's any What's any different? What's any different? What's huh? any different? Well, you feel me? We'll have, to, we'll have to wait to the playoffs and see what's different. Why? Why would you even think about playoffs right now? That's that's so that, far that, away. That, that's right where, now. That's where it matters, right? That's so far away right now. That's where it matters. Man. We're all. It's only. T- I mean, it's absolutely where it matters. But it's only the second week. Just relax. We're going into well, well but the second week is relax, over. Actually, dude. I should say the second. The second week is over. We're into the yeah, third yeah, we're, week we're third, of the yeah. NBA. But third almost week, a month in. Almost a month in. That's fucking wild. Almost a month in as of right now, and that's because insane. of that. I want to make sure everybody is welcomed to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport. This is episode three of RSPN. To your yeah. left. Wait, wait, wait. I did it again! What are you doing, bro? How long is it going to take? Oh, my God. To your left is Jeff. To yeah. your right is Mark. There are, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing double thumbs this week, but <laughs> the big thing. I do not sound like that. Shut the fuck up. And then I go, no, 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 nobody does that. Nobody does that. I just, I'm teasing, man. I'm teasing. What's going on, buddy? How you feeling, man? My week feels really nice, I must say. That's good, bro. That's awesome. Man. Before we go forward uh, with a lot of things that go on or that are going on in the NBA this week, we have to make a choice as a uh, show, a choice of the podcast, uh, choices to friends here. Uh, how are we going to represent RSPN as a show for the remainder of 2021? Are we going to go with the legend herself in Mariah Carey and state mm. that Christmas is on the way? Or are we okay. going with greens, beans, potatoes, and tomatoes? Come on, bro. It's Mariah, bro. You're going Mariah? See? Come on, bro. Let's be real here. We let's, can't let's be honest. But we yeah. can't say no to greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. I don't eat tomatoes. What? On, on on anything? No, on nothing. Any sandwiches. Any sandwiches. You don't I don't eat tomatoes, them. period, bro. What? Yeah. I, I eat ketchup. Are there a lot of are there a lot of people like you eat ketchup? Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I eat ketchup, wait a minute. I eat tomatoes. Bro. You eat ketchup? But yeah. you don't eat tomatoes. I don't like tomato texture, so no. Is there anybody else in the world that is like Jeff that likes ketchup but does not like tomatoes? There's please plenty make, of people out there, bro. Please make sure that you write to the channel. Add, add us, us. Please add us. At oh, RSPN so on RNC because that is that is, that is very concerning to me. But you know I'm a picky man with food already, so. But they're both but they're both in the same family. Is my is is my thing. Is my is my uh is my understanding. It's, it's, it's texture. It's texture. I don't like tomato texture. Now look, let me, let me if it's in spaghetti, you know I'm gonna just go. But like I'm not having a tomato on my burger or nothing like that. It, it really does depend on the tomato. I must say this is this is clearly not where I where I where I expect. Don't for tomatoes tomato. shame me, bro. I'm not tomato shaming. I will say that the the style of tomato has to be a good. If it's like a nice red, just like uh, I don't. I guess would say I almost wouldn't say ripe, but a nice solid red tomato. Plump, thick. Uh, when you say thick, do you, does anybody do a tomato is thick? I don't think do a tomato yeah, is thick. thick. You don't pick it up. 
It's a thick ass tomato. No, nobody goes thick ass tomato. I don't know. I don't buy them. Don't if know. there's like green in the tomato, I'm throwing. I'm throwing it out. I'm sorry. If the okay. if the tomato's too crunchy, throwing it out. Like it's got to be like a nice. I don't want to. I don't want a soggy tomato. But it's gonna be like a red, a nice red wow. tomato. I don't want one at all. So tomatoes are mid to me. So so no tomatoes at all are good to you. Nah. nah. Okay. I, will, like I said, if this is something like spaghetti, I'll probably knock it out. But other than that. Here's a, here's the thing that I want to that, that I want to touch on. As we're talking about things that might give people a little bit of discomfort and kind of make them want to look away or maybe even remove themselves from certain occasions. Um as we talked about at RSPN on RNC, of course, the new home of the RSPN boys themselves on yes, Twitter yeah. if you want to make sure that you tap in. Almost at 100 followers, very very lit. Very awesome. Everything from the past week has been marked. What? Yeah, yeah, I don't want my name in none of that shit. Yeah. What are you talking? I, 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 I do not do social. This. I do not do social for RSPN on RNC. That is let, our. Let me say this: I have been absolutely slammed. That's cap. It's not cap. I've been, I've been slammed. Okay, and because of that, I've been on the low. A lot of things been going on. You know, I'm back this week, so you may see some things that you know make a little bit more sense. Okay, maybe not Miami Heat. Uh, uh, pro heat consistently. It may sound like Jeff is reporting from a cave right now. There is there is specific reasons. There is specific reasons as to that. But I would like to call one hundred percent cap on all of that because I'd like to. (laughs) I'd like to. I want to formalize a complaint, not necessarily a complaint, Mm -hmm. but at RSPN on RNC is accusing me of of hatred. I don't. I don't think in five seasons of RSPN has there been. There's been disdain. There has been concern, but hatred from my heart. No, don't let. Me. I don't think that there has ever been. I don't think it's ever been don't this let. way with the six and one now brand new six and one after defeating the Boston Celtics last night. I'd love to. I'd love to give some claps. Boston Celtics L's are great in my house. I don't know how great they are in your house, Jeff. But the six and I mean, one. I'm always gonna be okay with the Celtics losing. Chicago Bulls are having their best start in a very, very long time. Probably since the times that we were pissing the bed. And I'm huh? I'm just I just have a magnifying glass over certain things. That's all. There's no hatred. I I just wanna I just wanna watch things and I just wanna interpret things carefully mm-hmm. with the Chicago Bulls. That's it. That's right. all. Right. Nothing bad, nothing malicious. I would, I would never be malicious. Okay. I mean, they're fun to watch, no? You're enjoying it. I'd say so. It's, it's good basketball. Yeah, good sure. Basketball. sure. And they're not even 100% yet. Well, they got some guys out still. Well, yeah, they do have some guys out yet as of right yeah. now. There's a plenty of injuries that we do have to talk about amongst mm-hmm. uh, what has been going on within the past week in the NBA as far as changes in the power rankings. Of course, <clears> you can go to right. NBA.com. Or, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure – just about every site that covers NBA has their own specific power rankings. I love to make sure that I follow the NBA. Who you, power yeah, I want to say who are you who are you rocking with? Um, you like the NBA dot com power rankings? Overmost, overmost. Yeah. Just because just because yeah. their official power rankings. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. You know, there's just a there's just a, a new number one team. I'm not here to brag or to boast. I'm not here to brag or to boast. But there is a new number one team that I think has been making uh, some noise. In the Eastern Conference, why are you already putting your hat down? These are just these are just things that have been said by not only me, not only Heat accounts. This is not I'll, myself. This is not Heat versus haters. This is not just the Miami Heat beat. Everybody, 
is talking positive about how well the Miami Heat did last week, along with our Eastern Conference Player of the Week, a Jimpressive choice, I might add, in Jimmy Butler. Hashtag for now. For the week. <laughs> Hashtag for the week. For the week. It was a good week. Okay. It was a good week. Y'all, y'all, y'all have been fantastic. I think y'all playing really uh, great team basketball right now. Um, everything is just kind of in place for now. Um, and yeah, man, we'll see how we'll see how it comes up. But hey, shout out to Tyler Hero, bro. Tyler Hero is in very good consideration for sixth man of the year. There's been a little bit of concern a perfect, on a uh, perfect place for him, bro. Perfect place. For him. What's wrong with sixth man? Of, why? Why? What, what is that face? What is that? Oh, what is that for sixth man of the year? I'm saying it's a it's a very good place for him. I know there's been a little bit of concern on the elbow issues that's been going on with Kyle Lowry. I'm not really too concerned with shooting from Kyle Lowry as of right now. And that I mean, might he's be 46, bro. What do you expect? He's not 46, all right? He's not 46. He's not 46. He's not 46. Okay. And <laughs> and granted, it's a little bit of a of a controversial thing to say because I'm sure there are a lot of Heat fans right now that don't want to hear the I'm not interested right now in scoring portion because for the past few years there has been nothing that's been wanted more than just a consistent reliable scorer obviously having jimmy butler work his way up towards being more of that is something that puts hard eyes around the eyes of everybody kyle lowry can provide that from time to time when he needs to but his importance on the floor is is much more than just providing uh consistent 20 points or or any other yeah, high he's... accumulation of points that he can get throughout the remainder of the season. I love the type of spacing that he provides amongst everything right. else towards um, the Miami Heat strong start being five. and one. There's there's not a situation Kyle hasn't been in, um, which is important for y'all, especially when you go on these type of runs or just winning games early. Um, you know, as far as like dealing with injuries or bugs or things of that nature, I think he'll be fine. I mean, it's just, it's, he's kind of always had a little something going on every now and then. So, uh, but no, man, I, look, what can I say, man? He, he basketball is fun basketball. I think it always, it's always been that way. The New York Knicks and the Chicago Bulls also were five and one yesterday before things changed after last night's games. Obviously, the yeah. New York Knicks lost to the Toronto Raptors. I really wanted to see Palm Beach boy Scotty Barnes, Madison Square Garden. We didn't get it completely fine. The Toronto Raptors ended up beating the Knicks, but the Knicks aren't, you know, it's not really bad. I want to say that the last two weeks, and I ended up tweeting this out, the last two weeks of seeing that same NBA app screenshot of Knicks being first place is now gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking it's still God. very early, though, dude. Like, I mean, it's our job to obviously talk about this, but I don't think anybody's team should be panicking quite yet. I mean, there's still a lot of different things going on unless you're just complete ass and you know you are. Um, but like for the most part, like the teams that consistently, you know, try to fight for even if it's eighth seed or just try to get in, no need to panic. There's a lot of things gotta happen. I think, you know, we also gotta look at the injuries that's gonna probably pop off as we play. Um so yeah, man, I mean that's kind of like my thing with power rankings so early. I kind of was like power rankings started coming out like a month in or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 good to see those two teams. I mean, the Knicks and the Chicago Bulls in themselves yeah. jumping all the way into a top ten area where you would mainly see that for just the Nets, Bucks, Lakers, yeah. Nuggets, yeah. Jazz. So yeah. on and so forth. But the Heat jump in very high. Bulls jump in very high. Knicks jump in very high. And even with the L that the, that New York took last night, they're still very high in the East. They joined the New York Knicks. They joined the New York Knicks. They joined the Washington Wizards. They joined the Philadelphia 76ers, who ended up 
also getting a good win last night against mm-hmm. the Portland Trailblazers to all be five and two, whereas the Heat and the Bulls are the top two teams as of right now until tonight's games that end up uh, going on. Toronto Raptors now right underneath the Philadelphia 76ers uh, with the Hornets, the Nets, the Hawks, and the Cavaliers uh, in that play-in tournament area. But I I, I kind of don't want to use play-in tournament terminology as of right now because it's it's super, super early to talk about play-in tournament. And, yeah. Uh, are, we, are, we, are we now, like, are we comfortable with it? Not you and I. I know we are. Play-in tournament? I think I yeah. think it should be. I think it should be. Yeah, I think we'll get back around to it and, like, fans will just be like, it's play-in tournament time. NBA yeah. fans are very, like, even if they don't like something the previous year, they kind of just vibe into it later and then we just accept it as the norm, so. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's it's not a surprise anymore. I think yeah. being almost two years removed from everything that had happened in in Orlando, I think teams that start realizing around like that March April area that start mm-hmm. looking at playing tournaments start to realize okay, we're going to have to do X Y and Z to get out of it and actually right. make the playoffs or mm-hmm. find a way to win either the top game or win two games to actually make the NBA playoffs and then you have a series to actually mm-hmm. play. I found excitement in it. Obviously well, teams that are in it are going to, you know, challenge it <clears> a little <throat> bit more just cuz they don't want to be in it and it yeah, just yeah. adds extra games well, on top of a playoff series that they have to add. So I completely understand that case. That's my thing too, bro. It's more competition and yeah, you you start getting to the end of the, the season and you start putting yourself in situations where you got to you know, start doing different things to get to the point to make it to the actual playoffs. I think it's just adds more excitement and, you know, you get in there, you make it happen for yourself as possible. On the Western Conference side, as of right now, the Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors are both 5-1. and one. We've had... How you, how you feel about the Jazz real quick, man? I want to know because they always do this, right? <sighs> I think... I, I mean, think, I mean, they're I think you. I think you and I have... We've, we've been we can, we could we can look at each other and just been through this. just give it a blank stare. Just we've been through this. A couple seconds. It, it, I'm going to look at you like this. You're going to look at me like this. And knowing that there's not a Western Conference Finals appearance. There's, I mean, yeah. but, then, but then again, I don't want to be I want to be me. I thought there's no malice. Yeah, there's no hate that's in the heart. That's, that's not rude. It's not rude. You're literally we're, we, we're talking what has actually happened since we started this show. Yes. And they've been good, guys. Listen, they have been good since we started this show. Absolutely. Like, truly maybe the, one of the more consistent teams since we started this show. Gobert has no more defensive player of the years. We love Donovan it. Mitchell. Love the addition to Jordan Clarkson. They have nothing to show for it. It's, it, just, it, just, it just is what it is at certain it cases. It is what it is. I think, cool. I think Utah can win 70 games. People <laughs> would just be like, you know what? We'll wait until April. It's, it's hard to convince a lot of NBA fans when you have to watch so much regular season and I think those are two focal points that end up coming from the second week of NBA that we actually did get to watch the changes within the regular season that end up not only affecting how fans watch the game but from a business perspective of things as well the biggest the biggest business perspective portion of that ended up coming out within um Within last week, between the news that came from the Thursday night games that we normally get from TNT, we usually have our concerns um, and our – I wouldn't necessarily say concerns. I'd say they're fair critiques about some of the nights that go down on TNT. Obviously, the Tuesday nights that would happen on TNT were usually the, um, the, the, the second cast – of, mm-hmm. you know, Dwayne Wade, Candace Parker, sometimes I'll have Shaquille O'Neal, they have Adam Lefko, so on and so forth on the Tuesday nights, and then you'll have your traditional NBA on TNT on Thursday nights between Chuck and Ernie and Kenny and Shaq. But 
news ends up coming out that the Thursday nights are done until January of 2022. I believe they specified a week that they are going to come back. I'm not positive of what the actual week is in January, mm. but Thursday nights were usually exciting nights for an NBA fan because you would expect yeah. to have your two TNT nights, a whole bunch of laughs, a whole bunch of yeah. a yeah. whole bunch of uh, entertainment that comes on from TNT, and that is gone for the next two months. Obviously, and I think it's one hundred percent fair to say, even as we call things around here the way that we do mm-hmm. in labeling the NBA the alpha sport, mm-hmm. they get out of the way of the bigger american sport it's just in the nfl on thursday nights it's just business um i think that's that's gonna come come down down to maybe me and mark can hold y'all down on thursday nights or something (laughs) you don't trust the you don't trust the nba tv the nba tv crew's gonna gotta step in bro why are you slandering nba no i'm not slandering i'm not slandering i'm just saying we can do a better job Absolutely. I I I I I'm gonna make sure nope. that they're great. They're great. We they're are great tuned people. in at NBA TV on Thursday nights now because that's what it looks like it's going to be for the next that's what it is. That's until what it is. TNT makes its way. But I, I don't think it's I mean it's it's very big news to actually end up reading that as some of the NBA's greater television that they end up putting out. Well, that's what it's bigger and uh, greater bigger whatever you'd like to label nba on tnt as that ends up being something people enjoy watching the atmosphere they're probably saving some bread you know it's probably it's probably better it's probably better at this point to know you're going to take an l against don't even go against it against whatever the nfl ends up putting out on thursday nights and we have second second half of the nfl season is it's watched a lot because at that point we're getting into you know game breakers and division games, late division games, getting into the playoffs. Who's gonna get? Who's gonna get out? So yeah, it's important. I'm honestly, I'm not even crazy about Thursday night games in the NFL um, personally, but you know, white America loves it. So I mean, but that's but that's truthfully the thing that comes from the. I mean, you're not going to win. It's very hard to win when you can put two of the lesser products in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who are the two worst teams in the NFL as of right now. You could probably tell me. My my thing is technical though. Like having a game on Sunday and then turning around and having a game on Thursday mm-hmm. in a sport so that violent, I just think it's I, I don't care for it personally. Like that's just my personal opinion. From a business aspect, it's great. It's a lot more money and again, competition is Motherfuckers tuning in the NFL on Thursday. Period. Yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't matter who you put out. It doesn't have to be doesn't, your top two teams in the NFL. It's going to be a high marquee matchup in the NBA. The NFL is going to be above. Yeah, it be Giants and Jaguars. Motherfuckers tuning into this shit. So. Yeah, it yeah. just it's it's just what goes on in Americana. It's what goes on with the NFL with football in general. It hit to the heart. I was like, damn, Goodell, you ain't you ain't got to do niggas like that, boy. Come yeah, was come on. Now. I feel like he definitely come on now. But it just, it just. I need y'all to tone it down. I need y'all. Matter of fact, shut it down for the rest of the year. Imagine if you get that call, someone. News networks like or, or network. I don't. I don't I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think Roger would be that green. I think he. I think there's a just no. A certain Roger definitely that be that green, bro. He would be that green. Uh, he's a scumbag. Should I not shoot? Should I not shoot Roger any bail at all? He's a scumbag, bro. Cause it's like, what's in there, man? It's like in certain cases. Oh, this red cup. What's in there? It's just juice. It's just apple juice. I promise. It's just apple juice. I promise. It looks a little thick. 
I would not. I would not. I would not sip in between shows. This is not season one. There's nothing. <laughs> I know. I hey man, that's such a that's such a funny statement. Okay, that's such a funny statement. Because here's why it's a funny statement. I make sure that I am not high off my ass before we lock in because. Season one, niggas was like, mm. even, 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 <laughs> well, was was niggas like that in season one? Let's find out. Even a little bit in season two, and every now and then you'd be like, ah, let me just take some real quick. You know, we had to relax. We got we got sponsorships to try to get. Bro. I'll never, I'll never ever forget the episode where we had shout out to Malone. Malone was one of our guests, yeah. and both of you were on. We were yeah. talking the NBA, and I yeah. just heard. PlayStation 4 controllers going crazy. Yeah, hey, I man, think I heard got, FIFA in the background. Was I was FIFA. like, I know these niggas are not, but we I'm not gonna, I'm, but I'm not gonna call it out. <laughs> I'm not gonna call it out and listen, say, bro, listen, listen. We were at war. We were at odds. <laughs> I heard and PlayStation I joysticks going insane one night. Shout out Malone. He has my car right now. He's at the Hawks game, or he was at the Hawks game tonight, by the way. Shout out to the Hawks. Um but yeah, we swapped cars. I got this truck. Mm-hmm. I moved. I moved this weekend, y'all. So I'm like in a weird state right now or situation right now. That's why I'm in here in my new place. But we're calling, uh, we're calling yeah. it the Platinum Manor. You are in the Platinum Manor as yeah. right now. The Platinum Cave. I won't, you won't see this ever again because next week is gonna be designer like everywhere. And so oh, excuse me. Wow, where where, where we get yeah. this designer from? It'll be designer everywhere in here. Um. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, so me and Malone, man, uh, we we had a great time that episode. But yeah, I can never forget that episode because one, I was we were smoking it as well. Like I'm pretty sure I heard that too. Yeah, like we pretty sure, it. pretty sure anybody that listened to that episode can hear it too. I want to, I want to find out the I episode. Play it back. I gotta, I gotta find gotta, out for the for the RSPN faithful that have joined uh, yeah, after season shit, two. Bro. I want to make sure that we find that that episode. Oh that, I have no idea what we're talking about that week. I just remember hearing no, PlayStation Four. Uh, uh, joysticks going. I, 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 I text. I text Mark afterwards. I was like, "I'm not gonna do it again, bro." <laughs> but yeah, I had there was also there was also there was also another episode that we were also concerned about. But we're not gonna bring up. That oh episode. God, no. we'll, we'll say that. We'll say that. I know that. that. Really, you know what? I'm not gonna go into it because it involves a certain somebody. Oh like, shit! Oh shit! Goodness. I'm not gonna say but okay, so I'm oh not gonna shoot. God. I'm not gonna shoot Roger Goodell any bill. But I, yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah, a certain yeah. case where I knew the NBA is gonna take. So. Okay, and yeah. no, we, I mean it is what it is. If we if we have to wait until January to get two nights of TNT, it's unfortunate. But hopefully the NBA team broadcast that they provide us on Thursdays, which you're also gonna get that this Thursday as well with the, with the doubleheader that comes out uh, this Thursday for the next two months throughout this holiday season. It's what we're gonna get until until we get the full solid two nights of TNT and maybe we get the second cast back. But I think on those Tuesday nights, which ends up being tonight, yeah. we're just gonna get the traditional four and maybe some guests in from time to time. Now that it's only For one sure. night until sure. the NFL <clears throat> starts closing its season, especially when Super Bowl ends, and then it's officially basketball season for uh, a very large portion of the country. But the, 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 the NBA probably gets everything back during that time period too. So. I think so. It's all, all um, All-Star weekend, second half yeah. of the season for a lot of people. Uh, I think a lot of fans that, that are, are very, very dedicated to football as of right now start looking at where their team sits. They're only going to have a couple of weeks to clean things up until the playoffs start in, into April. And then obviously you start getting more of those fans going in until uh, that April, May area where baseball starts and then people start watching baseball. But 
football won't continue its operations until like that summertime where you start getting trade rumors and things like that. Whereas those rumors, you know, and that, and that type of, that type of media that I think fans in general start getting a little bit tired of, uh, I don't want to say all fans, but Mm -hmm. from certain perspectives of those who watch the NBA, people start wanting to watch more and talk more basketball as opposed to, having a lot of our NBA broadcasts be focused on storyline and gossip and mm-hmm. what people are doing outside <clears throat> of the courts and on the Blinded. league and what they're doing on Instagram and so on and so forth. Yeah, and even yeah. though that has made the NBA what it is today as far as it being a much it longer get... talked about sport throughout the year as it opposed to the area, you know, I can see where some of the concerns are. Sure. It gets, it's, it gets tired even for – us, right? Well, I'll stop. Let me speak for you. It gets tiring for me um, because I'm into like basically everything else going on sports wise for the most part. Yeah. So there are times where I don't need to see another Kyrie Irving, you know, article or Absolutely. I don't need to know like what LeBron, what album LeBron is listening to. Like it's cool, but like I don't mm-hmm. care about it a lot. Like even some of the some of the stuff that I used to like really lock into the first take, you know, all that stuff. I can't, I can't. I mean, that all, just me, for, I mean, first take always, always turned me off for, for, for certain reasons, but obviously we're starting to get, to get more, more programs that end up talking a lot more about the basketball product that I think a lot of people just like to not, not, not necessarily debate on. I think the, the hashtag embrace debate portion of a lot of things that happen in the NBA are, is, is mm-hmm. kind of done with now. People just like to converse and talk about their teams, yeah. talk about their players and, and, Discuss statistics and yada 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 now, which is fun. Because sometimes when you get the debates in, it uh, you get a lot of you just get shenanigans and then people start getting their jokes off and then all of a sudden mm. it went from a debate to yeah. just trying to clown somebody. Yeah, there's all, I mean, there's, I thought there's always going to be jokes, and, and you could see you can see a lot of a lot of social media when it comes to 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 um, specific handles of actual teams, um, all of the different forms of NFL accounts, NBA accounts, MLB hey. accounts, now embracing more meme culture, where discussing more it? things like how fans do. It's just It just ends up being where we are going right now as far as sports media. But some of it could end up being things that are actually entertaining and informative as opposed to those that might not be, and that turns a lot yeah, of people off. But some of these people who are running some of these NBA accounts, I don't know who's who. But some of these tweets, bro. Some of the I mean, some of the ones some of the ones be uh some of the ones be hashtag just, hello fellas. Yeah, bro. You can just tell some of those little uh, Hello, hello, down. hello fellow niggas. Is that is is that yeah. how uh, is that you how know, it? No, I know who wrote this. <laughs> That's fair skin, you know? <laughs> you motherfucker. I know I know you're not right. When um when uh when when you get the oh man which which one was it there was an album one, there was an really, album that dropped and it's always like oh, oh man God. these three tracks on certified lover boy and it's LeBron AD Westbrook in a photo and I'm like I don't did even y'all like say the, up to midnight to do y'all really say up to midnight to post this tweet bro I don't even like the tweets where and look I'm sure there's some really good ones out there so I'm not hating I, but the tweets were like it's like. They put an NBA player's head on like J. Cole album cover or something. Like it throws me off every time. I'm like, just post a picture of an <laughs> athlete. Like he's an actual athlete, not not that J. Cole no disrespect. But I'm just saying, like, what we need to do that for. Well, I think I think I think in a certain I think in a certain case, the NBA wants to start cleaning up a good amount of these. Um how can I I, I don't even want to say I don't even want to say it as as far as 
as far as what's the best what's the we best can't word stop, that we can't I can... stop this man what you mean bro? it's over man no i think the i think not necessarily the interpretation but the view of how a lot of this is looked at from a league perspective when it comes to how it is discussed and also how it is played also how mm-hmm. it is played focuses and affects how it ends up being discussed as well and i think the nba wants to change portions of that we actually yeah. heard draymond green talk about the rule changes that have come out within the past two weeks. And it has been discussed on ESPN and on TNT with a whole bunch of videos of James Harden and a whole bunch of videos of Trey Young and how Mm -hmm. this is going to affect a good portion of stars. But I think Draymond actually had some good things to say about it from the perspective of somebody who is employed (laughs) by this company to play basketball. So here's what Draymond had to say. Can I also say how, how, how satisfying it's been to watch the game of basketball without all those calls. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to curse in interviews, right? Thanks, Can I say how satisfying it is to watch the game without all those terrible calls um, that, you know, guys cheating the game and grabbing guys and getting a foul? I've been really enjoying watching basketball um, this year. I kind of had stopped watching the NBA a bit because it was just too – too much flailing and flopping and guys cheating the game and get free throws. Uh, so I thought it's I, I, I think that's been great, you know, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that because I think that's been fantastic. And I think when you look at it, you know, guys are people are starting to show some of the calls where like, no, that is a foul. And the reality is, I think it was so far left and the game is flowing better. And, and I think you're seeing much better basketball. You're not seeing. 147 to 139, you know. Uh, I think I saw the Celtics in Washington with the double <clears> overtime today, and the final score was maybe 104 to 102 or something like that, especially coming from people where they weren't calling that, and you kind of have an appreciation for that to, you know, hear, see while I was over there, the league say, oh, man, we're changing that and actually stick to it and be doing that. It's incredible. So kudos to the league and the referees. It's been great basketball to watch, and I think it's great for our game. So this is from a three-time NBA champion, obviously a very important player in the Golden State Warriors, discussing things from just a fan perspective of basketball on the fact that he could not watch the product that he plays. It's more than enough to actually play it, but to actually now watch it on your off days or probably even prepare for games, so on and so forth, has been challenging for him just off the past few years of how fouls have been treated and how offense has increased in the points that we have seen in the NBA for the past few years. Has that, is, is that something that, that, that matches? Is that something that you match? Um, I, I, I feel what Draymond is saying. Um, but I mean, his team was also responsible for a lot of change in this league. Yeah. Um, which I'm not mad at. You know, he can't help that he has Steph Curry on his team. One of the greatest uh, shooters, one of the greatest shooters ever that ends up yeah, being, you know, yeah. uh, 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 one, I wouldn't say one of the bigger beneficiaries of these changes. Yeah, but I don't feel like he was necessarily like getting fouls. No. After, you know, I no, feel I like he was playing, you know, true to his, like, true to his talent. But um, as far as like high scores and stuff like that, I mean, you know, they had their run. We already know what that was like. I mean, they was killing these every night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I understand. I mean, more points. That whether it's threes or you know the AL ones or whatever, it's always going to be better for the product. But from somebody who 
is a defensive player. It's also coming from a defensive player for the most part. Hmm. I do want to keep that in mind uh, because those things probably really piss him off in a different way. Yeah. Because uh, if you ask an offensive player about the rule change, they probably gonna have something completely different to say. Um, and maybe they even thought it was more, the, you know, the product's more exciting. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad at what he's saying because I, I do get it. It, it does make sense. He's not, he has a, he has really good points, but I mean, that's tough, Dre. I mean, you know, you, you, you coming from a pretty strong squad back, you know, a few years ago and y'all was running it up. Well, I think, I think you do make a good point from a defensive, from a defensive standpoint. Absolutely. Not, not only does this allow Draymond to, to actually play, aggressive defense in certain areas. I'm not saying Draymond and everybody else who are defensive minds in the NBA can now close line offensive players and everything's okay, but it provides them a little bit, bit more uh, of an opportunity to guard the bigger players, guard the more offensive players and give them a little bit of nudge that I think a lot of people enjoyed and pretty much categorized that with 1990 style of play, early 2000s style of play. And we called that out just about three weeks ago when we started looking at some of the games, I think Heat Pacers going into the fourth quarter was like 63 to 60. And you can account that to at that point in time leading up to the fourth quarter, both teams shooting pretty shitty, but it was also a defensive game that ended up leading to the final score being like in the eighties or maybe like low nineties or something like that. And that ends up being reminiscent of what I think a lot of fans end up liking about NBA from 20 years ago, I mean, you just 30 have a really years good game ago. Low scoring. Yeah. Well. You know, I think we, we lost that. We lost that thought pattern because threes are, have been, you know, revolutionized in the game. So it's, if the, if the game ends with both teams, one team has 82 and another team has 75, whatever. It's like, you know, it could have been a, a classic. Um, but you know, also if you're getting 23s, you know, say 15 threes yep. for one player, shit. Obviously, what you you know, you know what the score going to be like. So, have you um, felt have you felt the change watching the second mm-hmm. week of basketball? Not really, not not to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm I, I see it, but like it's not taking any like energy away from me watching the game. Like I, I'm still enjoying it basically the same way I did when we started the show. So. Um, things have changed yeah team some teams are in different places yeah but i'm not necessarily uh, i don't know like i'm not necessarily seeing i don't know i mean i watched john Morant sh- score 40 bro mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i mean he, there's certain players out here that are still doing a lot of great things offensively that even they weren't doing last year players just gotta adjust man i mean it's just what it comes down to because the nba isn't a, it's an adjustment of a sport like the shit changes a lot i think because we just have two pointers, three pointers, free throw line, dunk, layup, play defense, you know, screens. We just we see it for what it is, but the league changes a good bit. I, I think it really does. But as far as like noticing, no, it's just it's just a great league. It's a great league. And adjustments aren't going to happen in less than a month, especially not especially not half a month. You start you start taking a look at what the reaction is to our athletes, our star mm-hmm. athletes' reactions to trying to find out how you are going to figure out offense that you pretty much work on 365. Well, I won't say 365 for everybody, but in certain in cases, you know the offense that you go to to get your moves, get your fouls, get your points sure. for sure. years on end. And now that things are literally changing. You are you are seeing in real time players' frustrations 
and the gears run in people's mind to figure out, okay, not necessarily how am I going to now bait the referees, but now how am I going to change my offense to try and make sure that I can get my averages, get above my averages, provide towards my teams, because people are taking, teams are taking bad losses where multiple stars are shooting differently than they did in previous seasons. I started looking at it when the Miami Heat played the Brooklyn Nets last week, and Mm -hmm. the videos that you end up seeing is uh, James Harden not having any ability to get to the lane. Obviously, James Harden shot pretty bad in that game and had a good amount. I'm not not saying this from a slanderous perspective. I'm not saying this from a slanderous perspective, but but people's people's focus was, damn, James Harden can't get his shit off anymore. He's, he sucks. He's terrible. But but, but in reality, James Harden, James Harden is still, is still very, very nice. It's just going to take an adjustment. It's just going to, it's like you said, it's going to take longer than three weeks, bro. I mean, people got to, they got to adjust. They're just human beings. They're athletes. And I guarantee you, James Harden will tap in and figure out what else he needs to do to make his shit work, and it will work because he's that good. And it goes for every other player in this league who has to adjust. Now, the young players are going to probably go about this a little easier, which may be why we're seeing Ja, you know, figure it out right now and shit. Like, you're going you're gonna to have things just happen for some of these players because mm-hmm. naturally, we've said this over and over again, the talent level has increased every year. These kids that are coming out of college are not going to college going to the G League, they're ready. They're, they're 17 years old, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And that alone tells you why I'm, I think these things do have to happen in the league. Change has to happen because there's play, new players are coming in. The talent's going to change. Things have to adjust. It's just natural. It's just natural. And, uh, and these players that we're talking about, um, like the James Harden for that matter, like mm-hmm. he's, he's elite enough to figure it out. And I think that's all that matters. So I'm not going to judge the man off for three weeks of a rule change. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't. It's funny because it's James Harden and we get our shit off about James Harden. But you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as him really, like, sucking or whatever. Come on. And if you were to look at James Harden's stats and what he is providing to the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. as of right now, if this was really a huge focal point on this new rule in the NBA fucking up mm-hmm. – just Harden and just Trey Young. I think that ends up being unfair. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, I, come on, let's be real here. Obviously, he has very shitty nights so far this season. <laughs> Six for sixteen in L against Milwaukee in the opener. Yeah. People were yeah. not impressed. Yeah. Uh, seven for seventeen. They actually ended up beating Philadelphia that Friday night. Charlotte was a very very bad loss. Sure. Shot six for sixteen. Eighty or sixteen shots were threes. Mm-hmm. He ended up beating Washington on five for seventeen. Four for twelve against Miami. Eight of those twelve shots were threes. So you only had four other shots that you actually got off of that game and one actually made because he made yeah, three threes. So that offense that he got against Miami was bad. Whether or not you want to accredit that to Harden shooting like shit or the fact that Miami's defense is being very, very highly praised this week is your choice. But I, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take away the de- defensive side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's say that the defense is, what it like what we think it is right at this current stage it's been yeah. fairly elite but i players do go through this it doesn't i mean i'm not saying it's not the rule change or it's not you know something that's really bothering him yeah. but players do go through this and we can't chop that up to that sometimes because look bro in two months hardy could go on a spree where he scores 35 and six fucking games but that but that 35 and six also came from nights where he was getting 20 free throws. But but he but he's on he's on he's I, I get that. I get that. 
He's also in a different setting right now. You know, he's he's got to share yeah. the ball with, with other guys in this situation. For sure. He's only seen that 20 area once so far in these past seven you, games. You and it was know. a win against Indiana. Other than that, he's taken four attempts. He literally got one attempt in the game against Charlotte and yeah. three attempts so far outside of that. When you average 10 attempts for your career, like this is just a different thing for James Harden. And even though James Harden is 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 not a stranger to turnovers at all, mm-hmm. four turnovers, five, eight, four, four, he's, five he's, in a in a blowout win against he's, Detroit. He's forcing it a little bit. I mean, I, the frustration as far as you, you know, saying you can tell there's frustration in players trying to get calls or I get that. I get that. I'm just saying that I don't want to overthink this. And then we get like a few 40 point games from this nigga. And, and then the whole rhetoric, and then the whole rhetoric changes. And the whole rhetoric. That's all I'm saying. So look, it could definitely be a, a main source of like his struggles, um, but I don't want to necessarily chalk it all up to that um, because both. I mean, even Trey for that matter. Trey's young enough to will he'll, he'll adjust. He's also coming off some like heartbreaking situations uh, last year in the playoffs. So yeah. you know he may he may be feeling a certain type of way as well. Um, not, he always kind of plays with a chip, but I don't want to necessarily you know chalk that shit up to uh, not getting calls and I, I get him not getting the not getting calls especially Harden mm-hmm. but he will figure it out he's, yeah he's forcing it a little bit right now and it's very early it's yeah very the things that the, the, the things that usually get calls are now being called turnovers so mm-hmm. with 4.6 that you're getting throughout these past seven games I mean they're not they're not the highest that he's ever had you can see it in the stats yeah they're, yeah they're not they're not the yeah. highest that he's ever had in this career but they're but they're pretty high as of right now but then again that's 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 with less than 10 games that are going on as yeah. of right now there's still a lot of basketball to play if he's doing this shit in 30 then we might be able to return back to this conversation and be like remember when we spoke about if this shit was really affecting him but yeah. we can confirm now yeah it's completely um, completely different and, he, and 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 even with Trey Young if you want to look at it from yeah. a, if you want to look at it from a shooting perspective mm-hmm. 27 shots to beat New Orleans you scored yeah. you, you you scored 31 you scored right. 31 he's never had a very high turnovers but it's a lot a lot of sh- 8 for 22 in a L to Cleveland they yeah. ended up they ended up beating they ended up winning last night mm-hmm. and that's great they ended up being the Washington Wizards who are who are 5 and 1 and that's also a team that I want to make sure that we focus on too and actually Absolutely. give a good amount of credit because Bradley Beal is hey. doing incredible mm-hmm. things to make sure word, that right. Is doing incredible things to make sure that Washington stays afloat. But you can even look at Bradley Beal. These things are not just certain things that are affecting the players that were always getting the bad reputation of backing up and leaning or pump faking or just baiting referees. Trey Young is having a hard time shooting right now. Bradley Beal having a hard time shooting right now. It's ultimately going to affect every player, though. You just you're just gonna see it, especially the stars. You're just gonna see it from the start because we talk about you know superstar calls. Mm-hmm. It's a thing in every sport. I mean, every sport, by the way. And yeah, I mean, if this fixes it again, these superstars they will rise to the occasion. They will figure this shit out. And if they don't, then we know what happened. But I think we need a little bit more time before we start judging them on it necessarily. We do see it. I do. I mean, I see it, but I'm not like tripping about it either. Like. It's just very, very, very. I think, I think, from a Bradley Bill and a Trey Young perspective, these could end up being areas where they are just adjustment periods. I don't. I. I the way that I'm looking at Bradley Bill just feels a little bit different 
and obviously mm-hmm. the Washington Wizards has a couple more um, a couple more weapons towards their arsenal as of right now in sure. making sure that they stay afloat in the Eastern Conference and not dive down into areas where Washington has always been that team that mm-hmm. has to fight from downward and make upward yeah. to make their way into the playoffs. Just got to stay up top the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you stay up, if you stay up and stay afloat, your name stays nice and high in that area in the Eastern Conference where it benefits Bradley Beal to say that, okay, I bet on the Wizards. I bet on staying here. Look at what we are doing with our new additions in Montrez Harrell, who has been playing Mm -hmm. great. Kyle Kuzma, who Washington has. um, I was watching the double overtime game that I had, big double overtime game win on Saturday night against the Boston Celtics. Seeing that response from Washington, you get that confidence to be able to perform. Spencer Dinwiddie, also one of those people that provide things to Bradley Beal to say, hey, things can be – are much different than where they were in previous years where it felt like so much was put on Bradley Beal as far as expectation while John Wall was out mm-hmm. to try and keep this thing afloat. And that whole thing, that whole mess that came out with Beal and Wall and all of that, that yeah. was messy. And was- that ended up th- that, but th- in this case, things feel a little bit different in Atlanta's case. They already still feel like things are being slighted because even making the Eastern Conference Finals is not enough for the fucking Atlanta Hawks because there are numerous teams that are being discussed in front of Atlanta. And Trey has a lot of things to do, but he will make sure that he can adjust to that pretty easily to, to, to try and have nights where it doesn't take almost 30 shots to drop 30. Like there's, there's more difference in efficiency. The areas of concern that I have end up being portions where – we have a two and five Boston Celtics where Celtic fans are going to end up taking a look at both their stars in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And if you look at the adjustment period of Jason Tatum, who is not traditionally the player that benefits from a shitload of calls, mm-hmm. but having to shoot a whole lot more where driving to the basket is not going to benefit you a whole lot this season. It's- you you're can gonna see look it. a little, yeah. You're gonna look a little worse than you usually are. Shot terrible again. Shot terrible in Madison Square Garden in that in that mm. double overtime game. He said that that's going to be one of the areas that he gets that adjustment period out. And the Fishes. next 81 games are going to be great. But hey, 10 for 32 in Washington. Oh, Nine man. for 22 talk, in Washington again. Talk about it. And I drafted this nigga, bro. His three point. You drafted him in league. You're probably fucking furious right now. Yeah, I have that. You're probably uh, fucking furious because, right now. Because he's not a player that you'd have to question, you know, in your lineup. So it's a little frustrating. But again, I'm holding on because it is early. It is early. Well, for Boston, I think uh, – well, for, for, for Boston fans, you end up being two and five and they end up – Well, you already know up, what happens with Boston fans. You know, they end up going uh, – they end up looking Celtics at certain do. things and trying to analyze what needs to change and so yeah. on and so forth. And Boston, at this point in time – is trying to look at where things need to improve to actually make sure that they stay afloat. Because the more that you have these bad performances, whether it's Jason, whether it's Jason Tatum, whether it's Jalen Brown, whether it's anybody else that ends up being on this team, and especially when you were up so high last night against the Chicago Bulls and have them turn things all the way around, yeah, you start looking at areas of concern. And even and on the opposite end, although. Suns fans probably feel a little bit more leveled right now than Boston Celtic fans because they're well aware that they 
were two wins away from an NBA championship a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. the energy's a little, probably a little different. Players like Devin Booker and Chris Paul end up being ones that could benefit. Well, Chris Paul, I'd say more than Devin Booker, but are also going to be areas where you have to start looking at that adjustment period that's happening from Devin Booker because that's also another big offensive star that has been okay in certain cases, but not very, very impressive. I'd like to think that this is also something that could also just be an adjustment period and he will be okay. Chris Paul ends up taking last week as far as uh, being the focal point in that two-game skid that Phoenix ended up having. Coach Monty Williams had no issue stating that uh, Chris is just being a little bit too – not necessarily helpful, but a, 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 a little bit too giving to a lot of players where you start seeing those six-point games and those four-point games where Devin Booker yeah. has to shoot nine for 19 to try and keep right. Phoenix afloat in bad losses. They end up right. getting banged at Portland. Yeah, They lost to a Harrison Barnes game winner. Hey man, last, that was different. That was different last, last, last week. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really. That was different. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not slandering it as yeah. far as saying, "Damn, y'all lost to the Sacramento Kings." We like the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. We, like, we like players on the Sacramento Kings. But yeah. this should be a game that you ha- should have plenty of. Not one you want to take an L on. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's not. A, it's not a game yeah. you want to take an L on, and you have plenty to beat the Sacramento Kings. Sure. In this case, but it was twelve for twenty-eight in that game. Mm. Nine for 19 in other games. The opener against the Denver Nuggets in a loss, he ended up taking that out. And Suns fans could look at that and say, hey, should we overreact to three losses where the Brooklyn Nets have three losses? Yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers have three losses. We do this every year, bro. Other teams have three losses. And 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 no and no and no and nobody's blinking at that. And nobody's blinking at that. And that's and that's just fine. But from the perspective of these types of things being focused on James Harden and Trey Young, I think I think I think that's unfair. They they end up being it the names that dominate yeah. social media, but it's gonna affect a good amount it's of stars. It's gonna affect a lot of stars. For those that have adjusted, great. 100 percent amazing. Some in a positive way, some in a negative way. Jim Pressive might I even add. So that's where we are with this. See how I hey, where'd it go? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh but no no you know uh it doesn't really like in, in this league it doesn't matter it's gonna affect you in some way right? like you said if they're gonna adjust to it and make them make themselves a better player and make them more competitive then that's how it's gonna be but forcing the shot like the, the the change making players shoot more to try to just get their numbers up or whatever eventually players are like okay whether the coach or whatever they'll say hey this is not how we win this is not the way it's time to make an adjustment. We have to do, this, do things better. We have to do things different. You got to still go for it. You got to play your game. Um, and yeah, man, it's just gonna it's gonna come down to that, bro. I don't, I don't know. I'm not mad at it though. I'm really not. It's yeah. it's just they're still professional athletes. I have every uh, like I believe in them. I believe like the players who are having a hard time adjusting to this. I believe that they will be fine. Yeah. And, you know, in the middle of the season when the teams that we know are going to be playoff bound, will be playoff bound, this will be an afterthought. And I I can't wait to see the adjustments that some of these superstars do make because, yeah, it's going to affect the fuck out of them for sure. All in all, I'm just very happy that my – I wouldn't necessarily call them minute, but adjustments that can be made from just a couple of rule changes, making people enjoy basketball a whole lot more, makes myself happy. And seeing a lot more people now gravitate more towards basketball and enjoy the product 
more mm-hmm. compared to areas where there might have been pieces of concern, but not completely damaging the league, sure, like how I sure. feel like it ends up being interpreted and, and discussed when it comes yeah. to those type of things. Anything that continues to make people more invested into basketball and actually enjoy watching the game a whole lot more is completely fine to me. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a whole lot more of that in week three of the NBA. Make sure that you are aware of your televised games. We've got two that are going on tonight. Keep playing the Dallas Mavericks. Five and one okay. is on the line. I'm hoping that it turns mm-hmm. up being six That's and one against Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. He's averaging 22 for the season. I hope it does not end up being something where he drops a huge 50 burger and I end up seeing it all online because I can't take yeah, that annoyance. That's the last thing that you need right I now. I can't take that annoyance but right you know now. What? Everything that you've been doing, it might lead up to that. Your energy. I didn't even do anything this week. It's your energy, bro. It's just. I know, just you, came out like I, how I, I normally come out. Five and what? There's not. There's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of them. I did not put double thumbs. <laughs> Stop saying I did double thumbs. He and Maverick seven thirty tonight. Suns playing the Elegans at ten. Oh God! On uh, TNT tomorrow on ESPN. If you are watching plenty of ESPN, you already know what the doubleheader is. We'll make sure that you, we like remind it. you for the Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks at seven thirty. Warriors and Hornets out in Oak. Uh, oh God, I almost said Oakland. Excuse me, San Francisco. I said I said Oakland because I know RTB has some packs to move out there in Oakland. Excuse me. Sorry, Miles. Um, NBA TV on Thursday. Unfortunately, we don't have any uh, TNT on Thursday, but NBA TV, Heat Celtics, Suns Rockets. Why is that? Well, it's, it's NBA TV. It's not that. Yes. Uh, Friday on ESPN, Bucks and the Knicks out in Milwaukee. Expect That's to fun. not see a large amount of people because Drew's still out. Brooks still out. Giannis is actually questionable for the next game for the Milwaukee Bucks. They play tonight as well. I believe that is questionable along with I think there's plenty of others that are going <laughs> yeah. to be out for the Milwaukee Bucks as well. They're three and four. Uh, I'm Clearly, we're still calling them the NBA champions, but these past couple of games have been without their champion squad. So expect to, to see some questionable names um, lining up and starting for the Milwaukee. Like I said, questionable names, bro. Well, not necessarily questionable names. That's rude. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, names, names, names that are outside of your starting five for the yeah. champion Milwaukee Bucks you have to see. Uh, this week, sorry, uh, sorry, Thanasis. Uh, after mm. Bucks and Knicks, Warriors and the Elicans again at ten on ESPN, and then you'll have your Saturday and your Sunday games to wrap up the week. Plenty of week three action going into the first month of the NBA, but looking forward to it. Plenty of good things to watch. Mm-hmm. Plenty of good things to talk about. Amongst, I'm starting to realize that uh, NBA 75 is still starting to be a focal point. As of right now, compared to what we talked about last week, great talk we had last week on NBA 75. Yes. Uh, did you see J.J. Reddick's quote stating that Kevin Love is better than 99% of the power forwards on that <laughs> list? Would you like to agree or disagree? I don't. J.J. Reddick went to Duke, bro. Like, I don't have any. You don't even agree with him? If he, he was on he was on your side. He's on he's on, he's on the Milkman and he's on the Milkman and, 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 and Peace Corps side. He said Kevin Love was better than what? The 99% of the power forwards as of right now, and he said he does not want to be the veteran in 20 years hating on all of the athletes. This is a league I mean, that constantly improves. But don't cap either. He was on your side, though. He's never on my side. Don't kill him. Don't kill Jonathan James Reddick because he's from Duke. They gave him a job, didn't they? It was on his podcast. Why you say? Why you say on? I thought you would. I thought you would have been elated to 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 know that to know that JJ's on the milkman side. 
That is unreal. Wow. I don't I don't care if it's on my side. I don't want to hear nothing about the other Come on, come on, RSP and talk to me, JJ. Tell me how tell me how Duke campus was for you. Why do you want to talk about Duke with there's plenty of great things to talk to JJ Reddick about? Is there? Yes. Why do you want to talk about why do you want to talk about his college days? I want to ask him about his college days. What? How much he got paid? I want, to, I want to know how much he got paid. How much he got? You know what? We're, okay, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not getting JJ in any trouble though. We will see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah.